Welcome to the Business of Beautiful Spaces. I'm your host, Laura Thornton, Principal of Thornton Design. I'm beyond thrilled to bring you this podcast where I am going to share over 25 years of experience in the interior design industry. As an experienced interior designer, I understand the challenges of running a successful business while also creating beautiful and functional spaces for our clients. Throughout my career, I've worked closely with trades and other professionals to bring my clients' vision to life. And along the way, I've learned a thing or two about balancing that creativity and practicality when running a business. In this podcast, I aim to share my knowledge, my insight with you, other designers, covering all the aspects of the interior design industry, from the creative process to the business side of things, from selecting the right materials to managing budgets and timelines. I am going to share all the tips and tricks that I have learned over the years to help you run a successful interior design business. Whether you're a seasoned professional or just starting out in this industry, this podcast will be for you. I'm looking forward to sharing my experience with you, answering your questions, and helping you navigate the exciting world of interior design. So let's get started on the business of beautiful spaces and explore the art of creating beautiful and functional spaces while running a successful business. Hello, beautiful space enthusiasts. Welcome back to another episode of The Business of Beautiful Spaces. Today, we're going to dive deep into a topic that is really close to my heart as it's been instrumental in the success of my design firm over the past two decades. And by that, I want to talk about tracking your leads year by year. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or your tea, or if you're driving, turn it up. I'm loud, but you are going to want to hear this. So let's dive in. First off, Let's talk about why tracking leads is so crucial. So imagine you're planting a garden. We wouldn't just grab the seeds, scatter them randomly and hope for the best, right? So similarly in business, we need to know where our efforts are bearing fruit and where we might need to water a little more. Bad analogy, I know, but you know what I mean. So by tracking our leads, we're essentially mapping out our business garden and ensuring that every seed we plant has its best chance to bloom. So, you know, in the past, people would call the office or call my cell phone when I was working from home because that was my landline was everything or my cell phone was everything. Um, They would call, I would scribble down some notes, and I kind of at the end of the year would have this mishmash, different colored pens, lots of lined paper, just, you know, every lead or everything I ever wrote down, I just keep it in a folder on the right hand side of my desk right by my mouse pad, which I look over right now because that's where I'm sitting. And I still do it. I just (laughs) do it with uh, less now because I have some systems, but I still do it. Believe it or not, if someone calls or someone writes, I have an idea, I throw it over there to that pile. So I know that was a little offside, but that's how a lot of my systems came into play. And a lot of my, uh, a lot of the charts that I made or a lot of the um, templates that I made was because I had this like self-made filing system, if you will, which was scraps of paper into folders. But now I have a bit more of a system. So as <laughs> I do have a full system, truth be told, but that's how this came to birth. At the end of the year, I was spending so much time trying to filter through And remember what they told me because I didn't write down exactly where they found me or how they got my name. So I came up with this template chart that allows me to track very clearly a lead. And if I do have a lead, 
then I follow up on it and I make sure I do my best to make sure that we did our best to get that business. Um, you know, again, I don't know about you, but on weekends, I do get people who might reach out to me on social media. And then on Monday, I've totally forgotten to write down that info. So now I, a little tip of that too, is I screenshot the conversation. So it goes into my photos and then I can go back on Monday and go back and get all those email addresses. So that was a little, a little left there. Sorry. I know we're still go back on that, but I just thought I would share that with you too. Cause sometimes these tips of how to save things works. Like someone gave me that once, um, that what they did and I've been adopting that. So if you have that happen to you, let's hope that you do get some, some cold call leads. Then obviously you can screenshot those on your phone so that you can remember to do it or email it to yourself and don't open it until Monday. So why is this tracking important? So over the years I developed this template and it's kind of been my guiding star. Like it's simple yet it's comprehensive. So I'm just going to give you an overview of what this kind of looks like. Essentially, I call it my project lead tracker. And the first column on the left-hand side is just simply the date that they reached out to me. The next column is name, email, and any notes. So that's the biggest, widest column on this chart. The next one is referred by. So is that a referral from a past client? Is it a referral from a friend? Is it a referral from a contractor? Is it social media? If so, what social media is it? So simply I would write a name, like if it was Jane Smith, and then the next one might say Instagram, the next one might say Facebook, like whatever way that they found you, I put in that column, whether it's your website, like whatever it is, I just write it in there. And if it's somebody that referred that I know, or is a past client, then I like to um, basically reward that person by sending a thank you gift if it does turn into something that was profitable. And I have a column for that at the very end. So after they have reached out to us that I know how they were referred to me by, we email with our welcome guide. So I have a column that says welcome guide sent. And they're a check mark, or you can write the word yes, whatever's easiest for you. Now I type this into Canva. Obviously, this can be handwritten for ease as well, and then transfer it over if you want. But in addition to writing yes or a check mark, I also write the date. So for example, July 11th, 07-11. Now, I don't put the year in because I do keep these one for one of these pages for each month of the year. I mean, it would be fabulous if it was five pages per month, but you know, typically it's one. So at the end of the year, all of this would go together into one binder and I would go through the analytics. So I don't bother putting the year because then the column would get a bit wide. So once it's been sent and it says a date and yes, the next column says follow-up date. So one week from the date that I sent the welcome guide, I follow up with another email. Now, all of my emails for this process are all pre-done and templated. So it's very easy. All I have to do is go in, copy it, paste it, send. Um, Now, I know that there's automation that does this for you as well. I'm just not someone who wants to keep spending money every month on another software. So for me, I find this very efficient. I know I have a team, which I know is a real privilege. And so therefore, um, if it's not me, I do have someone who can help me in the office get these things done. But I can appreciate if if I was doing it on my own, the automation would be amazing. Um, But for me, I still do this myself. So I have all those template 
emails already done. It's just a matter of copy and paste. Gone. There it goes. Um, and then so what I do is I will write the follow up date in a different color. So like I said, I do mine in Canva. So I would use a let's say red font and it would say what day I'm supposed to follow up. Now I automatically put that into my calendar. So it will say follow up and it'll have that person's last name so that I know what that is for. Um, and then I go ahead and I just email that out. Now, that has two dates, the date for follow up, the next one says follow up number two. So I will write a week from that day in there. Um, I do that three times. Hopefully I don't have to get to three. Hopefully somebody does write back on the first time and I don't have to do it three times, but at least it's there so that they know that we genuinely were interested in working with them. If they choose to ghost us, well, that's, that's part of life, right? Then the next column is consultation date. So hopefully they did come back on the first follow-up or never got to the follow-up, hopefully right after the welcome guide, they took up one of the dates that we send and we now have a consultation date, which then gets written into there. Then if they haven't followed up with approval of the date, I do have a follow-up column right after. After that, it says design quote, meaning we've gotten to phase two of what is our uh, systems here at Thornton Design, but it just means that we're hopefully being able to fill up this whole column across that row with that one client. So the design quote gets sent out and we follow up. Did they actually sign the contract for us to do the design work with them. Then I have a column for signed contract. And then lastly, it's referral gift sent. So if our clients or if a friend has referred this client and we get as far as a consultation, then obviously we'll send a gift that has a bit more of a monetary value, a gift card, something along that line. Um, and again, if it gets to uh, a signed contract, then our monetary value does go up. Thank you for a new client, that kind of thing. But we do like to reward any, anyone who will refer us, we do like to reward them. So um, full disclosure, we are heavy, heavy, heavy referral based in my business. So I do feel that this is a lovely gesture that keeps things moving along that they know that I am very appreciative of that. Um, I personally think referrals are the highest form of flattery. So when someone feels that we've done such a great job for them that they would like to refer us, that makes my heart very happy. And so therefore, I have no problem sharing that with them. Um, and I do, again, I know I'm getting a little off topic, but I had custom made cards made here with our logo. They're beautiful black embossed with our logo in gold. And I do um, write a thank you note on that cardstock in gold with the gift card. So it's a really lovely formal looking um, thank you card, as opposed to just, you know, here's your gift card, <laughs> Starbucks, enjoy your coffee. <laughs> I don't know if you have to go that far, but even if it was uh, personalized, pre-purchased um, with your last initial or even your first initial, I just think that's a really pretty touch that sets the tone and elevates your brand away from just the good old thank you note that you can buy at you know, any department store and or grocery store. Um, so that is the way the chart is laid out. And then I allow 15 spots for a page. Uh, hopefully you fill it. Um, and then at the end of the year, you should have about 12 pages or then some to be able to analyze. So the date of contact is important because then you can keep following along how long the process took. Uh, I know it's nice to think that, you know, they reach out one day and then they're booking a consultation the next day. But as we all know, sometimes this can take up to four to five months. Like, so knowing the start date and seeing what becomes the mean allows you to not panic when, you know, you get a lot of 
cold calls in and or leads in, but no one seems to be biting. I have found personally that six months later, four of them will come back and it'll be like, you know, what took so long, but for whatever reason, that was their process. Like I'm sitting here in the middle of summer right now. And for the last month, everybody we work with or (laughs) have client, everybody's on vacation, which is amazing. I can appreciate that after we were locked down for so long, but um, no one is getting back to us. All of a sudden you start to feel like what's happening. And then the August long weekend hit and holy cow, everybody started calling and now we're inundated. So we should have enjoyed that month of um, worry (laughs) as we all do of what's going to happen around the corner. But honestly, um, I've noticed that that tracking is between four to six months for pull the trigger from the initial uh, reach out date, which I know sounds shocking. But if you start doing some of these analytics, you'll start to see some of these trends in your business too. So the source of the lead, I just like to know where I should be, again, throwing those seeds. Like, you know, you hear so many different business people and you listen to podcasts, obviously you do because you're listening to this one, as I do, and you kind of get bombarded with information. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. You should be posting every day. You should be, uh, every single person who follows you, you should send them a little note. Yeah, that sounds great. And I start and I have all good intentions, but my goodness, I can't be looking at my phone a hundred times a day more than I already do. So, Uh, you kind of want to know if these posts every single day are paying off. So again, truth be told, I'm going to overshare. I uh, did a Jasmine Star, great lady, awesome program. I did a a masterclass with her at one point. And that was the, that was the, you have to post every single day, post every single day. And so we do, Uh, we pre-plan. If you've listened to any of the podcasts on that, we, we do pre-plan. It's all done three minutes in advance. So I don't have to think about it, but you know, uh, <laughs> posting every day. It's a lot of content. It's a lot of work. And I am just 18 months later, 18 months, we just now are starting to get leads from Instagram. Holy cow, right? So 18 months of hard labor, literally, because it's hours and hours and hours of work, even putting all of this together and the verbiage. And if you're going to do a theme, if you're going to have a subject matter to teach somebody, anyway, you're all with me. You know what I mean. I'm I'm going off on a tangent, but literally you want to know if that effort is going to pay off. So 18 months later, this month, the last month, excuse me, July, we had seven Instagram leads where people asked us about our business and asked for our welcome guide. And we're doing the process of this project lead tracker with those leads. I will keep you posted if it pans out, but this will be the first ever, if anyone pulls the trigger that we got from Instagram. It doesn't seem like I should be watering that seed, right? (laughs) I keep wondering why I do it, but you know, I know that people go and use it as a pro as our, um, portfolio as well. So uh, we're going to keep doing it for now in hopes that we're headed down the right direction. But that's a lot of effort for not a lot back. So the referrals are still our number one personally, but I keep on plugging along. So I don't want to say that what we're doing is right. And who's to say because all of our ideal clients are different. But I still I'm going to start tracking this now as part of our leads and, and our analytics to see if it's still worth putting that type of effort next year 
into the Instagram posts. Um, the emails and the point of contact uh, are important for the crucial relationship to build up. I like having those people's names so that I can use their name and refer to them. So it's a lot more personable. Uh, the welcome guide sent check mark ensures that we've given them a warm introduction to our services. I should probably add to that there is a podcast about the welcome guide. Um, so if you do want to go back and listen to that, that is something that I think is absolutely crucial. It gives an introduction to our team. It goes into more details about our process. It will really set you apart from any other designer that they are calling and just getting a call back saying, hi, my name is Jane Smith. And what can I help you with? Uh, I think it does elevate your brand and your company by having some documents that are forward facing to your clients that are well put together with a synopsis of your business. And the follow ups are just a way for you to stay on top of the communication and make sure you didn't drop the ball. So if, if you decide to keep this project tracker in your pile by your mouse or <laughs> on the clipboard by your monitor or wherever you choose to keep it, I would just keep it really close at hand. And if it's not, then by using your calendar and putting those two items together, you're going to find that you won't drop the ball and not call or follow up. So the consultation consultation date, um, where are we meeting? Are you going to do that at a house? Are you going to do that Zoom? Are you in their space? All of those things. Design quote, uh, were we able to provide them an estimate? Obviously, we just want to be able to, well, you'll know by the last name, but you're going to want to know when you're just doing the analytics at the end of the year, if it's worth running through and, and doing that further with whatever avenue of the referral came in. The signed contract is the ultimate goal. Have they officially become our client? Because that is the goal. You want as many check marks in that signed contract column, which is second last. So my last is the referral gift, which, um, you know, that is if it's a referral, as we mentioned, if it's Instagram, if it's your website, if it's a cold call, then that stays uh, empty. But that signed contract column to me is the most important. I want that one lit up with red check marks every single time. So you might be thinking, that's great. Why all these details? Well, let me tell you, these metrics are gold. By the end of the year, you can break down the numbers into percentages. For instance, what percentage of leads came from your referrals versus your social media? How many of those received a design quote or ended up signing a contract? How effective are your follow-ups in converting potential clients? Did it, t- did it take three? Oh, sorry, I just hit the microphone. Did it take three times? Was there a reason? Did they give you a reason? Or, you know, did you take three weeks in between to get back to them? They didn't really feel like they were important to you. So the formula breakdown. Lead source percentage, the number of leads from a source divided by the total number of leads. This is what you want to know. You want to know that conversion rate too as well. So lead source percentage, you want to know the conversion rate, which is the number of signed contracts divided by the number of design quotes sent. Follow up with effectiveness, the number of leads converted after a follow up total divided by the total number of follow ups. So you can really see how easy this is to figure out. But you kind of want to know where you're landing. So the percentages are invaluable. They show you where your marketing efforts are most effective, which areas might need a little more attention, how effective your conversion process is. And for us designers, understanding where our leads come from help us tailor our services, our marketing strategies, client interactions to ensure that we're always delivering the best. So I have paid for Instagram ads before. I did it back to back two long weekends in a row last year. 
And why I did it was I wanted to see how different the numbers would be. And I wanted to see if a long weekend, because, you know, obviously we all have a little bit more time on our hands. And if we're more relaxing and, you know, if it was a rainy week coming up and I knew people were going to be spending more time indoors, not able to be outdoors, I thought this, that's the kind of weekend I want. I want people who have no choice but to be inside. So if you live in Toronto, like I do, that could be a snowy weekend where you know you're not going to be able to go out. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, people are going to be on their phones. And would that pair better than a weekend where it was sunny? So um, to be fair, they both ended up almost exactly the same, but I kind of thought that the snowy day might have been a better one. Um, and again, what that did do was we gained some followers. I'm hoping that they stayed. I, how do you know when you have 3,000 people following you, whether they stayed or they didn't? You're not sure. But we ended up gaining a couple of hundred new followers each time. Yay, if they're our ideal client. Uh, but we would end up getting four or five reach outs about whether or not we would send them our welcome guide or can you tell me more about how you work and never got an email address to send back. So finally, you know, that ended up costing probably $400 total because you can put a limit on it and I didn't get anything back. Now I realize it's a one shot wonder. And then again, through the grapevine, you hear that maybe that's a bad thing to pay for ads to see. But I just wanted to see if it was worth it because everywhere else I go, I hear people get all these leads from Instagram for their business and we weren't. So for me, it was an experiment and I thought it was worth it. Um, in the end, it wasn't. Now, maybe it is if you do it more often or for a long period of time or you have more uh, budget dollars to throw at it. But I didn't feel like it was something I wanted to do personally. So um, not sure where that leads. But I do know now by metrics this year, if it keeps going the way it is for our Instagram, that maybe I would do it again. Um, but I'm not an expert on marketing by any means. But the numbers don't lie. So your project lead tracker will be able to give you all the details on your business and cold call. So Um, anyway, this way you can put your marketing dollars. If you do throw money at your marketing dollars, like I just mentioned, you would be able to do it more efficiently over time because we can see where those leads come from and if it actually worked or not. So here's the golden nugget. I know you've been waiting and I've been getting long winded. So I'm so sorry. So by comparing these metrics year by year, you can start to spot trends. You can predict busy periods. You can even forecast potential revenue. It's kind of like having a crystal ball for your business, which I mean, we all kind of wished and hoped that, you know, we would know that every year we're going to make more money because that is, of course, the goal. But honestly, like I just mentioned that sometimes I'm finding, not sometimes, I, I do know that it has taken up to six months of time for a call or a referral to become a um, design quote and or signed contract. So this will start to show you year after year too. So I know that this is not an instant gratification with your numbers. It does take time, but you will see that there are trends. You will see that this shows you that usually, I mean, I'm sure you most already know it, summer periods is when people start to dip down and not do things as much. And then as soon as those kiddos go back to school, bam, every email, text, damn, your phone doesn't stop ringing. Everybody wants you and you have to say no to people. You're like, uh, you know, ebb and flow. Like, how did I just go from feeling like when is the next uh, client going to come in to now I'm turning it away? But you'll be able to see this and track this. So then you can start, 
you know, figuring out what you need to do in your business to prep for it. So the conclusion is that the tracking leads isn't just about numbers. It's about understanding the heartbeat of your business, about making informed decisions, about ensuring that every client feels valued, understood, that they feel like you followed up, that you, that even though your design work resonated with them, that you did actually find that their um, email or their DM or however they reached out to you was important to you. So we really want to put those seeds in the, in, in the garden in the right places. And we want to have that business garden flourish. So to all the designers, decorators, stagers who are listening, I urge you start tracking if you haven't already. And if you have, keep refining it, keep analyzing it, keep growing. If there is something that you thought right off the bat that I missed in mind, would you please share on the week that this airs on the um, Instagram uh, post for this, because I always feel that we learn from each other more than anything else. And if we can add and we can all build what a community this could be, we could end up helping each other be way more efficient. That's the goal. Like the only reason I do this podcast is to share what I've learned and and how I've done it over 20 something years. <laughs> well, um, it sounds so awful to say, but again, every day I'm learning. So like I said, I still have a pile here on the right hand side that all of this stuff here needs to become a template of some kind. But, you know, the goal is that if you would listen to this podcast, that I really hope you walk away with an action item. That's what I, that's what I like to gain out of listening and spending my time, um, you know, cause this, let's our time is valuable. We can quantify our hourly amount. We all know how much we charge an hour. We all know what we're worth. So if you're going to give me 30 minutes of time, I really want you to walk away with an action item. That's what I value when I listen to a podcast or if I read a business book, or if I'm trying to further my education, I want it to be something that is worthwhile. I want it to be something that Again, I call it an action item. I use that all the time here in our design um, studio. I always have, it's AI, it's the initials. And if we're doing something or we're in a presentation and I know that I need to do something, I put an AI and I circle it, action item. So I know that has to get done. I don't lose track when we're in a three-hour meeting with a client. I know AI means that's me. I have to do something. That's an action item. And that is what I hope that people gain from from me and from this podcast and from the knowledge. And I would hope that if you hear this and go, I have a tracker and you're missing boop, 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 you can tell me what that is and I can add it in mine too. So uh, I... Every week, what I've been doing now on the Instagram page is I've been sharing whatever it is that we're discussing. So in this one, with the tracking your leads, I'm going to pop on there and I'm going to show you in a story what my tracking chart looks like. If you want to copy it, have at her. I just built it in Canva and I know a lot of people have been DMing me and asking me if I will sell my templates or if I mentor and I hear you, I I hear you and I wish I could and I'm going to see what I can do about that. So um, anything you want to hear about or want to learn from me, please ask. I would love to know what it is that you want to learn and what you are missing or lacking or need to uh, further educate yourself in your business. And if I can help and if I can do a podcast on it, you know, there are 
hundreds of other designers, decorators, and stagers out there who are thinking the exact same thing. So I will be happy to do that. Share, share, share. I love sharing, as you can tell. (laughs) And if you do love this podcast, can you please let me know if you can go on to Apple, if you can give us a review. I would love to know that you're loving this. Um, I can't believe it's been six months. Thank you so much for the growing numbers. Uh, I don't, I, I am so humbled that people want to listen to me uh, <laughs> talk and, and I guess teach about what I've been doing for so long and take it for granted. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for taking your time and, and, and being here with me and for all the kind words that people have sent and DM'd. I am truly, truly humbled by how kind you all are. So with that, I'm going to leave you with your metrics and your numbers and all the homework that goes along with that. And I will say, keep on designing and thanks for listening. And we'll see you next Monday. Bye for now.